Hey everybody and welcome back to a new episode of Talk That Talk with Marquita B and I'm your host Marquita B. I know you guys have been waiting for this new podcast so here we go. So on today's episode we're going to talk about drum roll please. (laughs) Why do we settle? Not only why do we settle in relationships but why do we settle in the workplace? So I found for myself, I'm usually settling because I don't want to deal with the extraness that comes with ending a relationship or I can quit a job like no problem. So I really don't have any issues with settling within a workplace. My friends and family that really know me know I throw up the deuces quick, fast, in a hurry when it comes to work. But then I can't do the same thing when it comes to relationships or situationships. Sucks a lot. (laughs) So I'm going to jump into right now why we settle into relationships. And I'm also going to read a comment that I received as well and kind of touch bases on that comment. So we settle because some people settle rather because they don't want to be alone. A lot of the times we do not, we love that, we love that comfort of being with someone. We love the pictures, we love the little cute videos, we love going on dates. We just do not want to be alone. And sometimes that hurts us um, more than help us because we just jump into situationships or relationships without even thinking. It's just like, oh, I don't want to be alone, so hey, any guy or any girl that comes, we just go with the flow. Something that we should definitely not be doing, but we actually do quite often. Um, a major factor why people settle in relationships is because they don't want to be alone. When you've been with someone for a long time, the thought of going back out there on your own is terrifying, which is so true. I've been there. I've been in a relationship for a very long time. And the thought of me getting back out there and dating was just so scary. But I tried and then I would be like, nope, let me go back to what I know. Not because I wanted to settle. It was just, shit, that was my norm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to be alone. I love that comfort of being with someone, uh, being loved, uh, you know, those cute little text messages and things like that. Um, some people don't think, um, they don't, some people think they don't deserve better. So some of us are in relationships or situationships where, um, where they're being mentally abused, physically abused, um, emotionally abused, whatever the case is, and, They just don't think that there's anything else out there because that mental hold that the person has on them. This person has them thinking like, yo, ain't nobody else out there going to love you like I love you. Not knowing that it's people out there that's going to probably love you way better than this girl or guy. It's, how can I put it? It's, if you're unhappy with your partner in your relationship, then you absolutely deserve better. You should never settle because you think you it's somebody like you it's it's not somebody out there better than you. It gotta be something like people say love is hard. That's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry. You're not meant to be in love to be 
always crying, always upset, always hurt, always arguing. No, if you're going to be in love, I want the love that's like, yo, we really love each other. Yeah, we might disagree once in a blue moon, but we have that communication to not deal with all the extra shit that comes with a relationship. You know what I'm saying? It may not be your partner's fault that you're not happy. You know what I'm saying? It may be you because you're in a relationship that you really don't want to be in. So now you're always upset. You're pissed off at the world. Every little thing that this person does just throws you off. And you just like, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just angry. And this person looking like, why are you like this? Look, person. I can't say what I want to say. Like, look. You're not who I want to be with, so I'm depressed. Or I've lost myself in this relationship, and I'm trying to find myself, but you won't let me because I'm stuck. <laughs> or it's a hassle today. This is by far my, my favorite one, and I say this with such sarcasm. It sucks to date nowadays because people don't want a relationship. People don't want the love and everything else everybody wants to just smash and go on to the next nobody wants anything real you're just sitting here like man like is it me but then you look and be like no it can't be me you know what i'm saying like i'm a catch do they think i'm a catch and then you start questioning yourself and it's just like i don't want to spend my time um excuse me focused on dating like it it really sucks like you go on a date and you're talking to this person you think they're all good and blah 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 some people give up the box within a week or two and then that person is coming up with all types of excuses why you guys can't be together or why it's just not gonna work out or whatever the case may be and you're just sitting there like no, nigga. First of all, you just told me you wanted me. You're this, you're that. You pursued me for years. Now you get the box. Now you out? Nah. Like, <laughs> some people actually go through that. Some of us, you know, don't deal with that type of thing. But it's a lot of women and men out here that deal with that. Like, people are only out here telling you what you want to hear. They only doing what you want them to do. And then in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, they're going to show you the real you. I'm sorry, the real them. And probably the real you. Like, sometimes we need to take a step back and we do need to look at ourselves because it's not always the other person. But if you let somebody know up front, like, yo, this is what I want, they may be like, yo, that's what I want too. But got that little um, Kermit the Frog with the hood on. That's like, yo, I'ma smash this broad. I'ma smash this dude, and then I'm out. Like, they don't want the whole relationship thing that comes with it. Um, uh, dating is a total hassle. But what these people tend to forget is that suddenly in a relationship they don't want to be in is also a hassle. We gotta remember that we're settling into these relationships. That shit is a hassle, too. It's too much going on with settling. You see the trend here, guys? You see the trend? <laughs> um, people then um, sometimes, uh, people don't want to start over. 
I know this also has been me before not wanting to go through the hey what's your favorite color what are your goals in life blah 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 all the initial dating questions because you don't want to keep having a go go through the same thing over and over and over and over and it's just like when do it end like I really want my next relationship to be my last one and I'm sure a lot of people say that as well but I don't want to have to keep starting over like I'm I'm about to be 27 years old 30 is creeping over the Himalayas like it's close you know what I'm saying and I don't want to keep doing the same thing at 30 that I was dealing with in my early 20s in my mid 20s you know what I'm saying close shit now my the end of my 20s um I know it's not going to work out um that way because it's like okay you know it's some people out here that are in their 30s 40s 50s 60s who's not in a relationship because they're dealing with not wanting to start over all right and then it's like once you invested so much time in a in a person it's hard to just throw in a towel but then you also have to understand well realize when enough is enough it's like you can't keep trying to fix something that's unfixable like some shit is just meant to just throw it in the trash and that's okay people start over every day b we just had to realize it's okay for us to start over too my fifth point is people feel the pressure to make it work all right you know if if you're at an age like I am where everybody is getting married and having more kids, it sometimes make me feel like, damn, I need to be married. Like why isn't I like why am I not married? Like I'm not rushing to have another kid. So that part is like <clears throat> not even in my sight right now. That'll happen when I get a husband, but it's like this whole getting married thing is like it's just in my face like damn I do want to get married one day I don't want to rush it but with social media nowadays it makes you feel like damn like I'm behind track like what's wrong with me then you see certain people getting married and then you're like damn how's she getting married before me like I know for a fact you know what I'm saying but we got to realize these people have met they're one we're still going through those bad cars in the deck you know those low balls you know till we get to our our king so we just got to realize like it's not going to happen in the time frame that we want it to happen but it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen um we can't let the pressure of our family and friends have us thinking that yo i need to do it right now or it'll never happen, or hey, I'm approaching 30, or I'm past 30, and this is what's supposed to be. No, it's your time. You do things. God is going to place the people in your life at the time that they're supposed to be there. Okay? When you're, you don't want to jump into a marriage or a relationship with someone, and you miss out on the person that was for you, because you can end up in a marriage where it's just the worst marriage of your life but you just was so much in a rush to get there that you didn't give a damn that he was a serial killer or got six 
baby mamas, six kids, six different baby mamas, and child support court and got 12 felonies or shit. You know what I'm saying? Like into drugs, into gangs. You never know. So rushing it, you can end up in a situation that you don't want to be in either. So it's all about patience. Take your time. All right, my point number six for why people settle is they're in denial, okay? Since people who are settling in relationships are notorious for justifying every aspect of their relationship, it's easy to see how denial and lots of it will come into play. Denial is a very, very powerful thing, okay? We can have it in our mindset. Like, I literally have somebody that I know who's been in a damaged relationship since I've known this person but they are in denial they they literally justify every reason for why their significant other does xyz and I just be like yo really um I get you supposed to support your person and everything like that but some shit ain't right something ain't adding up and you're not you're allowing this um, that says a lot, <laughs> not only about that person, but about you too, not to place judgment on anyone, but yo, it's like, I support whoever I'm in a relationship with if I'm in one, but if you out here doing shady shit and you just out here being reckless in our household and outside our household, then that's the conversation that we have to have. You know what I'm saying? It's all at that point, you know what I'm saying? We really got to communicate. And then we get to communicating. And then I talk about it and tell you how I feel about this certain situation. And you continue to do it. I'm sorry, that's a slap in my face. And if you keep slapping me in my face, at some point, I'm going to be like, all right, fuck it. I tried. You wasn't trying. Now, here we are. Stop being in denial. It's okay to admit. I'm not saying admit to the world, but it's okay to admit to yourself, to your partner, to God, because that's the person who you're supposed to be venting to anyway. It's okay to admit that the way your situation is going, you don't want it to go that way. It shouldn't go that way. So talk to God, pray about it. Let him know what you want to be worked on, and then you have to talk to your partner to get that situation fixed because, yeah, you better stop denying that shit. I'm just saying, okay? (laughs) Number seven, it seems easier to stay than to leave. Sometimes we be in uh, relationships because we don't want to be... We don't want to make ourselves happy. We okay with whatever this person has given us. We don't want to work, put in that extra work to make ourselves happy. What I've learned with dating and dealing with situationships, I wasn't whole as me. I wasn't whole. So it's like, how can I keep giving you a piece of me? When I'm not whole, I'm giving you more than I have. So now it's just like you're taking, taking, taking. I'm not getting anything back. And it's just, it's draining. It's freaking draining, guys. It's, at some point you get to start losing yourself. Like I mentioned earlier, you get to losing yourself and you're just sitting there like, 
what am I going to do? Then you slip into depression, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're doing whatever it is that you do to cope with, with your situation. I'm sorry, if you got to come home and you got to drink and smoke every day to ease the, the situation that you're in, that's a, situ- a situation that you should not be in. So get your ass out that situation, okay? All right. They don't want to hurt their partner is number eight. A lot of people be in, stay into these situationships because uh, relationships, marriages, because the other person is just so in love with them that they don't want to hurt their feelings. So they're okay with being unhappy. They're okay with being depressed. They're okay with settling and it's hard this one is a hard one because I literally um went through this like I was in a relationship with someone and I had to put my you know low voice on with this one (laughs) but I was in a relationship with someone and I just wasn't feeling the vibes like we were connected pretty strong but it's certain stuff that he would do that would completely just turn me off and I'll just be like yo I'm not really feeling this you know what I'm saying like I'm real big on if you're going to consume alcohol you should be able to control yourself when you're under the influence you shouldn't always be buck wow once you get drunk okay and for me that's a big thing because if you're getting drunk going off on other people trust me it'll get to that point where you'll get so drunk that you'll go off on me or you might even take it to the point where you put your hands on me and I don't want a situation to get that far because let me tell you I have four brothers and way too many damn cousins to be sitting here letting any man put their hands on me you know what I'm saying or talk to me any kind of crazy so I just be like yo Let me remove myself from this situation. But it took me a while to do so because this person was so in love with me and I didn't want to hurt him. I didn't want to be the reason why he slips into a darker hole. Okay. But it was just like, I'm not comfortable anymore in this situation. Like I care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like we cool, we here, but I cannot... The drinking, it it just does something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen way too many situations to where people get drunk and they put their hands on people. Then the next day, oh, baby, I'm sorry. No, baby. No. It ain't going to be no sorry. You're not going to get to sorry if you put your hands on me. Okay? Um. So, it's just like situations like that. You got to be careful when you're leaving that person but you also gotta just you gotta buck up and be like this is just not gonna work out for me you know what i'm saying like you just gotta distance yourself immediately from this person um number nine it involves too much to end the relationship like if you got paired bank accounts um if you got uh, an apartment together, a home together, um, or even freaking kids together. It's a tough one because <clears throat> um, when you have a home with someone, now you got to wait for the lease to be up. 
and lord behold that you just tell the person that you don't want to be with them while you guys are still within this lease then you're sitting here and it's so much more drama and everything that you got to deal with so dealing with that and having joint bank accounts now you guys got to separate everything you got to go through hey who put what in here i put this and it's just a battle it's like a bad marriage that's getting like you're getting divorced from this person but you guys are just in a relationship you know what i'm saying or you got a dog so now y'all want to argue over the dog when you know why you was in a relationship you ain't give two shits about this dog but now you want to argue about it you know what i'm saying or it comes down when you have kids you don't want your kids to grow up grow up without both parents then you don't want to settle and be in a relationship because you have kids kids will pick kids are very smart all right, they're going to pick up when their parents aren't connecting the way that they should connect. I'm telling you, like, I've seen it in a couple of friends when their kids be like, my daddy doesn't like my mommy or my mommy doesn't like my daddy. And then now you're sitting here arguing in front of the kids and now they're in school and it's, they're just so angry and upset and depressed and you don't know why. But you're not realizing that your relationship with their parent is the cause of their pain. So when it's children are involved, it's okay to leave the relationship because... It's healthier for you to show that you can co-parent with that parent than to be in a relationship that you don't want to be in with that parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like you guys have to think about the children when you're deciding to stay in a relationship. Not just, oh, my child deserves to have both parents in the home. What good is having both parents in a home when both parents don't even like each other when both parents don't even speak to each other when both parents are just arguing or both parents sleep in separate rooms that is stuff that kids notice so we have to think about our children our families when we're settling in these relationships omg guys this is my favorite one oh my god i've done this so much it's not even funny. Number 10 is we've convinced ourselves it's just a rough patch. How many times have you been in a relationship or situationship and you were like, oh, it's just a rough patch. We'll get through it. We're going to be over in a little while or blah, blah, blah. Guess what? You guys want to know a secret? Oh, my God. It is another form of freaking denial, okay? It's a little bump in the road. It's all settling. I'm sorry. A month or two of a rough, rough patch can turn into a few years of settling. If some things aren't, you know what I'm saying, sitting right with you in the core of your gut, maybe you should... One, pray about it, all right? You're going to pray about it because you just don't want to be like, okay, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Pray about it. Communicate. Keyword. Communicate how you're feeling to your partner. See if they're on the same page. See if you can come to an agreement, a conclusion to get over this rough patch. But after praying about it and communicating, and it's still going on. 
at that point, you should kind of decide if this is a situationship or relationship, marriage, whatever, that you want to be in. Because let's face it, a rough patch shouldn't last that long. It shouldn't last months at a time. You, you may get two months depending on the severity of the situation. But if you in this situation to where your rough patch is lasting a year or two years and you guys are saying are going through the same motions with the same situation and y'all didn't talked about it y'all tried to come to an agreement it's safe to say that you guys might want to let that situation go because it's just not going to work out number 11 we are we are creatures of habit. When we get in a routine of things, we like to keep it that way. We don't like to switch things up. So we get comfortable. All right. We get really comfortable in these situations. Um, some people are really addicted to habit. They need to keep things in place. Um, they need to keep things from spilling over into their personal life, um, which makes them kind of settle. Of course, we got to check ourselves. Of course, we have to analyze what's going on within us and then look at our partners and be like, hmm, you like how did, hmm, we can't allow things to continue to be a habit because we're sitting here and we're so angry because things that our partner is doing is a habit. You know how you be in a relationship and you guys get comfortable and you guys get into a routine of things. And then here you go. Hey, babe, let's go dancing on this Saturday. Babe, we've sat here and you watch me play the video games every Saturday for the last four years. Or babe, we done done this every Saturday for the last four years. Now you're trying to switch it up and take them out of their norm. Now they're just like. No, I want to stay this way. And now you got a big ass argument because you wanted to finally do something different other other than just sitting around and doing nothing. Or if you don't even go on dates or do anything, you guys are always in the house and you just want to go on a date and he gets mad. He's comfortable. He's in a habit of doing certain things every single day. So he don't want you or she doesn't want you coming to change that. At that point, that's something that you also have to look at. Um, you have to really dig deep and to see, hey, is this something that I'm willing to deal with for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, then you need to get out of that relationship situation. Blah, 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 blah. Can't talk. Relationship, situationship or marriage. All right, that's my 11 reasons for why we settle in a relationship. Let me read this comment really quick that I received. And this states, well, I settled for a few reasons, not saying I'm not satisfied or in love. She needed me if that makes any sense. I made a promise that I wouldn't leave her alone, so I didn't. So I didn't. Um... That's my BM, my BFF thing. So I never stopped loving her. So I couldn't really move on. Second, I was afraid of what I was becoming more and more now myself out here with other women. I kept hurting them. I knew I wouldn't hurt her or at least try my hardest not to. So I settled for her. As time goes on, I know she did the same. 
I would say for her, provide, uh, provide for her, protect her, hold her. Third, my kids. Got to show them how it should be. Now, I was just talking about that. A lot of people settle for their kids. Again, to reiterate, not realizing that settling for your kids, it can cause more problems. Because, again, they notice everything. We think we're keeping our kids in the dark about a lot of things. We're really not. They pick up on every vibe, every bad, anything, they pick it up. All right? Um, To say that both of you guys are settling in your relationship, I pray that it works out. But it's already doomed. Because you guys are settling. That means one, if not both, will begin to resent the other person. That's when resentment comes into place. Um, Being stuck in a relationship that you don't want to be in, settling for a person that you don't really want to be with, you will begin to resent that person. Whether you want to believe it or not, the resentment is going to come. It may not come right now. It may not come in another six years, in another 10 years, but you might be coming up on wedding anniversary 26 and y'all looking like, yo, I've been with this person for 26 years and I can't stand his ass or I can't stand her ass. We have to get out of settling. And if you are going to settle within your relationship, make sure God is y'all number one because he's going to get y'all through this or he's going to be your get through after this. But I pray that everything works out for you guys. I pray that you guys die old together, still married, still loving each other, um, whether you continue to settle or not. Um, I wouldn't, of course, wish anything more but love and happiness with you guys. Um, and the first thing, making promises. We need to watch the promises that we make because we can end up breaking them. Uh, I try my hardest not to make promises anymore because I found myself breaking promises, not only to other people, but the promises that I've made to myself as well as my child. Okay, so it's like... We got to be careful because them promises, some of us are people who like take the promise thing to a whole nother level and then we're stuck in a situation that we don't want to be in. I used to be that person like, yo, I promise I'm going to do this. I promise I'm going to be this way. But then when a situation came, I was like, I really don't want to do this. But damn, I didn't make this promise. So now I'm in a place or a situation that I didn't ever want to be in. A situation that I was sitting at home laying in bed. 20 minutes after I should have been there like do I really want to go no I don't and I'm sitting there having this argument back and forth with myself like I really don't want to do this but damn I made this promise so let me get my ass up and go now I'm sitting here angry and mad wishing I would have stayed my ass at home like I planned on doing you know what I'm saying so be careful when we're making these promises to people especially if you're a person that holds true to these promises and don't like breaking them so for this person again i wish you and um your uh, partner the best of luck i pray that again everything works out for you guys and yeah that's going to end the part the segment on 
Why do we settle in relationships? Let's get to another one that we settle in. And drum roll, please. Don't judge my drum rolls, guys. <laughs> and uh, this is settling in the workplace. And I'm just going to give you guys four reasons that I see coming up a lot. The first reason is low self-esteem all right when you have low self-esteem you settle in relationships you settle in friendships so of course you're gonna settle at a job you're gonna think oh this job is the only job that i can get all right so it's like i'm not good enough to get another job i'm not good enough to get this promotion blah 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 so we settle this is not me. <laughs> I am not a worker bee. I don't have that mentality to settle in the workplace. If I'm at a place working where I don't want to be, guess what? I will quick, quick, fast, in a hurry. That's why I don't have a track record with working. It's not because I don't like authority. Hell, I did six years in the army. <laughs> it's not that I don't like authority. It's just I don't I have a hard time building somebody else's dreams when I feel like I can be building my own. I don't have the urge to go to a nine to five where I'm gonna be living paycheck to paycheck. Hell, if I'm gonna live paycheck to paycheck, at least I'm gonna live paycheck to paycheck doing something that I love, absolutely cold heartedly, pure love doing. And that's kind of the difference between me and a lot of people. I'm a dreamer. I am a Look, I'ma go get it how I'ma get it, and I'ma be happy doing it. For so long, I've settled in life doing everything that everybody else wanted me to do. And then you notice, the moment I started doing things for me, oh, you're just reckless, you're this, you're that. And I'm sitting here, but bitch, I'm happy though. You go to this shop every day that you hate, and I'm out here happy doing what I love to do. So get out of this low self-esteem that you can't get this promotion. You can't be X, Y, Z. Because guess what? You can. But the only way that you can is if you believe in yourself. It starts with you. Not the people who own the company. Not your manager. Not your supervisor. Not your co-workers. Not your mom, dad, uncle, baby daddy, husband, kids. It starts with you. You have to fill it in yourself. In your soul. That you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And guess what? After you feel that way. After you pray about it. You got to go put in that work and get it. That's it. It's all about you. Get out of that low self-esteem rut. You got to pick it back up. Because this is your life. You got to live it. And low having low self-esteem and doing so, it's not going to work. Because you're going to look up 20 years later, and you're going to be a cashier at Walmart still. Or a greeter. So get it together. Stop having low self-esteem. You want to be that manager at Walmart? Bust your ass and be that manager. You want to be a CEO of your own company? Guess what? Put in that work and be that CEO of your company. If you want to be the president of a company, guess what? Learn from the people who's doing it. If they don't want to teach you, guess what? You better go get a book. You better go look on YouTube, Pinterest, something. It's so many ways. Go to a seminar, something. It's so many ways for you to get out of this low self-esteem thing and make it work. Okay, make it work. 
Number two, comfort. We are, whew, we love our comfort zone, guys. We love staying in that little box because anything outside that box is scary. Get the hell out that box. Nothing happens within your comfort zone. I promise it. I'm, I can test, I have a testimony to it. Nothing happens within your comfort zone. Everything great happens outside of your comfort zone because within your comfort zone, you're running back to the same thing. You're settling because you're comfortable. And your comfortability is a dangerous place. Very dangerous. You don't even feel the negative effects until it's too late. Like, when you're comfortable, you stop growing. And the fact is, if you're not growing, you're dying. You may not see it right away, but comfort can be the silent killer. Like, for example, a person who would be someone who takes for granted their partner in a relationship until it's too late and the other person leaves. Or when someone is comfortable at their job and they get laid off. That is a big one. You're so comfortable at this job. Like, oh, I ain't got to worry about nothing. They not going to fire me. Yo, dog, I get this. Blah, blah, blah. X, Y, Z. That's my man voice. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> And then you get laid off. You ain't got a plan B. You ain't got no money saved. You ain't got nothing. You just out here like stuck because you decided to stay within your comfort zone. You gotta, you, you, you're so comfortable in the state that you're living in. You don't realize that if you just move, even if it's to the next state over, how much your life can change. Get out, get out, get out, get out of your comfort zones. Nothing happens in your comfort zones or beliefs. Uh, a lot of people feel that they fear change because that means leaving behind a part of themselves that they believe is their identity. The feeling of certainty makes them feel good, even if it's not in their best interest. You have to challenge yourself in your in your beliefs like i see it so much that people just be like i believe xyz i ain't doing this because it's against my beliefs but you don't realize that your beliefs is not the only belief okay just like it's a million and one ways to do something hey yo if you like muslim and you believe that hey, I can't eat pork. Then I ain't. Ta- I'm not talking about food wise. I'm talking about hey, because I'm Black Lives Matter. I'm not gonna take this a hundred and twenty thousand dollar job from this white man. Belief is what I'm getting at. A lot of times people be so gun ho on their beliefs that they lose out on their blessing. Don't lose out on your blessings, guys, because of your beliefs. I'm not saying step out of your beliefs 100%, but sometimes you got to kind of look outside that little box, that little comfortable belief box, and maybe it's something else out there. Just maybe. It's okay. It is okay, guys. Fear. This is the root of settling. If there had to be a grandfather of it all, it would be fear. People settle because they are afraid. They are afraid of failure and success. 
afraid of success in their relationships, business, emotionally, or even spiritually. Whew, this is me. I will sabotage my happiness. I used to sabotage my happiness just to stay in my comfortable place. If I was in a situation and if I felt like, oh, this is too good to be true, guess what? I am the queen of sabotage. I will run so far away from that situation or put you in a situation to where you don't want to be in it no more. I promise this is me. And then I do have that fear. For those of you who don't know me, it's a lot of different things that I do within my life business-wise. I won't even say a lot. It's two <coughs> excuse me, major things that I do in my life right now. And I want to succeed so bad, but I'm so scared that I'm going to succeed. And I'm not I'm not afraid of failing. Don't get me like don't get me wrong. I'm the queen of hey, I ain't got a problem with failing because once I fail, it's a lesson. I'm learning something. But I do have a fear of succeeding and I feel like if I succeed in something that I really want that I'm not going to know how to handle it when I get it and I feel like that's why God haven't blessed me the way that he wants to bless me because I'm scared (laughs) I'm scared that the things that I'm doing might actually work I'm scared that my acting career might actually take off but I'm still doing the same. I'm still doing the things that I need to do to get put into these places. It's just all about my mindset that I have to change to get me to where I need to go. And that's the same thing with you guys. It's all in our mindset. We're scared of ourselves. We're scared that we may actually have something powerful in the palm of our hands. Okay. We're so scared. Some some of us are so scared. Not me, because I don't care. Some of us are so scared about what the people in our lives are going to say about whatever the decision that you decide to make is. But guess what, guys? I want you guys to realize, and this is something that I had to realize myself. At the end of the road, on Judgment Day, I'm going to be up there by myself. You're going to be up there by yourself. So don't live life settling for someone else be happy live life to the fullest we do not know when our day comes we don't know our death date so let's make sure we're out here living life without fear with out of our damn comfort zones not settling let's just get out here and live life for us it's time to break these barriers and these barriers in our life They start with us. They don't start with your mom, your dad, your kids, your boyfriend, your husbands, your friends. It starts with you and God. You two have to figure out what you want to do with your life. And then you go out there and get it. Stop living for everybody else. I cannot stress this enough. Stop living for everybody else. I love my child to death. Okay? I love... His brothers and sisters to death. Those are also my kids. I love them kids to death. But guess what? I'm going to live for me. I'm going to do for y'all what I need to do, what I want to do. But guess what? Mama going to live her life. Okay? So stop using the excuse of, I got kids so I can't do X, Y, Z. 
No, you can. It's just the way that you do it. Just don't overdo it. <laughs> just because you have kids doesn't mean life is over. Just because you have a husband does not mean life is over. Just because you have a boyfriend, girlfriend does not mean life is over. Just because you got this great job, career does not mean life is over. When you have those things, your life is starting. Your life is progressing. So guys, this is it for this episode of Talk That Talk with Marquita B. Topic is why do we settle? I will love to hear feedback from you guys. I want to know how did you feel about the podcast, the things that I was seeing. And I also want you guys to tell me things about the reasons why you settle, whether it's in relationships or in your careers or whatever it is, whatever in your friendships, whatever it is that you're settling in. I would love to hear from you guys. And thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. And again, it's Mark B and I'm signing off.